Congratulations. You've made an excellent life choice today. You're displaying strong character and good taste by tuning into this infotainment web zone. We're poorly informed and highly opinionated. This is Idiots Discuss the Universe. So, so everybody, um, I, I woke up this morning, I don't know, everybody, just Spencer, nobody else probably cares, but I woke up this morning and, um, you know, I have the, have the, um, ritual, of course, you know, uh, do the, do the bed right away, you know, and I'm kind of in that weird, like spring flux time that I have like multiple, multiple blankets on my bed that some of them I take off at night, depending on how warm it is right now. You know, so like there's blankets all over, like on my over stuff in my room, over the chair and over the hamper or whatever. And so things are kind of moving around. I've been doing, I've been doing laundry yesterday. As you can see, there's a laundry hanging up back behind me. I'm just about done with all of that, but been kind of like putting stuff away and opening, closing drawers and all sorts of shit. And um, so I wake up this morning and I and I make the bed real quick and uh, throw in some clothes and. Um, get ready to start the day and I come down here and grab my backpack and then I'm just like okay do I have you know wallet keys all that shit you know what I'm saying and I don't have and I and I don't have my wallet right oh god yes it's the worst feeling so like I haven't lost my wallet since like high school junior high something really? like that you know really it's been a super super long time since i've lost my wallet yeah i mean i've misplaced it you know what i'm saying like there's been times sure. that it's like fallen in the couch and i had to look around for it but i haven't like permanently had to go replace all my shit yeah i still remember like the little like wyoming it was a wyoming wallet that was like this little kid's wallet almost is the one that i lost um, that I'd had since I was like whatever ten from Yellowstone National Park, mm-hmm. and that was the one that I lost in it. Still, there's a couple things that I've lost in my life. The other one is like this silver medallion that I bought at the pyramids in in Mexico, that was um, burglarized out of my house, and I missed that fucking thing. That fucking sucks. But so um, that's how little you lose stuff is. You can basically count on those are the two things that hand. really break me break me up. Uh, I've yeah. lost more things, but those are two things that I've lost that really. Like, I still wish I had. Yeah, gotcha. Um, so anyway, um, uh, and there was a third thing this morning when I like realized that I didn't have my wallet. Number right. Three. So I'm like really good about it. So I'm like assuming that it's here, you know, because I went yesterday. Went to the only went one place to yesterday, and that was to the store. Bought everything I needed. You know, I remember like leaving the store with everything, and I remember paying for everything. So like, I had to have the wallet when I left. Yeah. You know, um, I'm sure I didn't set it down anywhere when I was checking out because I'm super like conscientious about that sort of thing. Right. Um. And um, so I'm like, I'm assuming it's here. So I like, tear apart my backpack, like tear apart um everything down here, you know, and I tear apart the, and my sister. Like, what like what are you doing? You know. And she's a little bored, so she's like, "Oh, you know, you lost your, you lost your wallet." I'm like, "Maybe it's in the sofa." So she's like taking the sofa apart, and we're looking underneath everything. So I go up, it's upstairs. You know, obviously I've been doing laundry, 
and I've been putting laundry away and doors are opening. So I probably set it on top of the dresser, you know, yeah. and I opened a drawer and it fell in the drawer and I put laundry on top of it. And it's in, it's in one of these drawers under all the laundry. That's that what you're thinking. Yeah. So, or it's in the bed or fallen down between the mattress and the um, headstand or whatever. Right. You know, something. So tearing the shit apart, like just fucking crazy. And I'm just like at the point where there's just like, it's not showing up anywhere. I went through every jacket that I've worn in the last like three weeks in the in the um, closet, just super thorough. You know, no coffee at this point, nothing. And I'm spending. I've spent like, well, I don't know when you texted me, but like well before you texted me, I had started looking for it because there had, I had no messages. And then when I looked, you'd had a message on there for a while. Hmm. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was like twelve thirty or something. By the yeah. time that I finally like, okay, shit, like, like I'm not finding it right now. It's still here somewhere. It's gotta be. So I'm gonna grab some money and I'm just gonna go and walk to Fred Meyer and I'll ask. I'll ask Lawson found at Fred Meyer for sure. You know, yeah. just because I'm there's running out of options of where it could be. Mm-hmm. And and as I leave, I'm just like, oh, you know, I'm glad that I'm wearing my shorts because it's kind of hot. You know. And then I think, wait, I'm wearing my shorts, and I wore my shorts yesterday, which are like these um, sweat shorts, you yeah. know. And so, like, and I did sit down after I left Fred Meyer along the edge of the parking lot for a minute, and I had like my my my, my shopping bag over my shoulder, and I I must have sat down to text something and. There's this crow that sometimes I'll give it some food because I'm turning into a crazy old wizard. <laughs> um, You're and, like, hello, Dorian. What, uh, no, what Joe. What news do you... Oh, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's Joe. Hello, Joe. What news do you bring of the North today? Um, but I got a couple. I got a couple crows that I'm on the, I'm on the, soft, I'm on the soft tip with yeah, there, you know? So what are you going to cool. do? Crows and, are good friends. They right, remember you. Right, they do. And this yeah. one this one always, I try to feed it try to feed it some pecans or some almonds, whatever, whatever's around, you yes. know. Yeah. And, uh, but there was no, there was no crow yesterday, but I, I like checked the internet or whatever, smoked a cigarette, probably, probably sat there for a second. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm like, well, maybe I dropped it at the, in the parking lot of Fred Meyer, you know. And this is just like bum fucking central this is like the 405 of bum 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 Wait, highways we're, you we're know. talking the fred meyer up the street from here yeah okay yeah 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 there's definitely uh because it's just right along the path of where like if you're bringing in a bunch of bottles or anything you like will turn into the parking lot and just go right up along that railing on the edge of the parking lot that i was sitting on and bring your bottles in to be sold at the store right, right? if you're coming from down by 60th and Gleason or any of that in that commercial area down there. <laughs> like all the dudes that collect bottles from my house come right by there when they're dropping them off at Fred Meyer. Right. I'm so I'm like, well, if I dropped it there, there's just no way. There's just no way. So, and I couldn't remember exactly where along that rail I was sitting exactly. Or I probably moved a couple times cause I was looking for that crow. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> I, um, just walk along the edge and I'm almost ready to fucking give up but I go around the corner and it's fucking sitting right there in the leaves. Fucking really? All of my money, everything just fucking still sitting there. Just a little bit a little bit of like dust and shit on it, but that's all. Whoa. Yeah. Fucking overnight. Crazy. Overnight. Over twenty four hours. Because that was like ten AM 
ten thirty a.m. the day before when I when I when I lost it. It was about that time. Holy shit, man! Ten thirty. Wow. So basically, basically, what this is this this indicates to me that's pretty. So had it moved? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But that's not. Did you remember sitting in that spot? I mean, I must have. Yeah. Or I certainly didn't didn't move it. Right, right. But it tells me that I think our homeless populace here is so deeply drug addled that they don't they they aren't even together enough to be like, oh, a wallet, you know? Ooh. Oh, I don't know, Benny. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but just because I'm like, I mean, maybe it's just hard to find. I mean, they were where I was looking. You could look right at it, and you could see like the money in it. That's <laughs> what I'm I, saying. Because I had all my tips from work, so there's a big old yeah. wad of ones. So it was like, but that's what I'm talking about. Like they see it and they're like, oh, is that wallet talking to me? You know, mm-hmm. is that wallet that wallet's looking at me funny? Like they're on so <laughs> many drugs, you know. Maybe that I maybe. don't know. It's just like, I, well, they're definitely astounding. not like, you know. Paying attention to the details, right? It's like a black wallet, like by the um, stump of a tree with a bunch of leaves and whatever. Yeah, you'd you know, have to so. really look for it, probably, to find it. <sighs> Hiding in plain sight, kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you'd have to be looking behind the barrier. I mean, the luck was right. that it fell behind the barrier between the chain link fence and the barrier in the leaves, rather than actually out on the the asphalt. Right. Because I think somebody working there would have probably seen it, at least, if it had been out on the asphalt. Yeah, it would stick out Mm -hmm. a lot more. Wow. Huh. So, yeah, super super bad, then good luck. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Super bad, then good luck. Like the the karmic evening of wallets. Yeah, so so you had to go through the various stages of, like, oh, my God, it's gone. Well, I'm going to have to No, I never really panicked. You know, I okay. never really panicked because I just assumed that it was at my house. Yeah. And I just couldn't, like, it It just doesn't really happen to me. Yeah. You know, so, like, um, there are times that I've, like, lost my, the worst that's ever happened is, like, when it's in my car. It used to be in my, it had fallen out and it was in, like, somewhere in my car. Yeah. And I would get super, like, freaked out and then eventually, like, I'd find that it had fallen down or something in my car. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. There have been times that I've been so I've I've th- I thought I've lost it to the point that um, I've I've kind of given up, you know. And then like oh maybe like maybe here you know and then I'll find it. Yeah. Always in the car. Yeah. That's happened to me quite a bit, as you know. Quite a bit have I lost my wallet. You just went through a bad streak. I did. I did. I went through a bad streak. You lost it twice in a year or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, like fully lost. Fully lost. Too, like had to replace still, everything. Still gone. Still gone. Yeah. All of it. <laughs> There's some guy out there who's like, my name's uh, Spen- Spenker. <coughs> and, uh, there's, pro- there's probably some kids buying booze with it. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, or it know. could still just be sitting in a gutter somewhere. Yeah. You know, you don't know. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's washed away. Maybe a crow has made it into you don't a really, nest. You don't really suspect even where they are. No. No, it's one of those things where... I, I remember trying to do what you did and like retrace my steps, and it was just poof. You know? hmm. But yeah, it's always uh, a terrible feeling. But. It's weird though. I have that kind of luck though. I call it. I call it like the free hot dogs at the apocalypse. 
yeah. sort of luck. Yeah. Where like it's just really bad and then somehow there's some sort of like thing that sort of saves it but not all the way. Yeah. Well, this definitely saved it. Right. This Except that I had to go through the whole like thing yeah. and like yeah. But it's like no, you're you're right. Like you had to go through the whole thing, but it occurred to you. This was a total. This was the time that the free hot dogs totally made up for the yeah, apocalypse. Yeah. But most of the time, the free hot dogs don't. They hold, don't. They don't totally do it. It's not enough. Right. You try to cook them on the burning bodies and everything. It's just. It's sad. Right. You know? Right. You know. And but most of the time, it's um. You know. I mean, there's just some leftover sorrow from yeah. whatever it is that you're getting yeah. getting a win from. Yeah, but this one was uh, net even. Net even. I would say. Yeah, maybe some lost time, a little lost bit of time. minor. The stoicism is really paying off, though. Yeah. I mean, like, the more, like, I was just pretty calm, you know? Pretty calm. Yeah. yeah. No, I think the stoicism is the way to go. Once something's done, you're like, well, I will. I shall perform the actions within my abilities to try to recover said wallet, and if that proves not, then... I will not waste extra time or energy right. f- worrying about a thing I cannot change. You know, truly, truly, yeah. Spencer, <laughs> it is, um, it, that's that's it. You know, yeah. I mean, like it's just totally wasted energy in any yeah. way other than um, the actions that'll produce any sort of results. Yeah, it's when it comes to something like that. Yeah, and that's definitely at least with my wallet something that I feel like I've gotten good at. <laughs> Because right. I'm right. like, I, I'll tell people, and they're like, "Oh my god, you know, you, your wallet, like your ID and everything." I'm like, "Yeah, I know." But you don't have a bunch of credit cards and shit in there, do no, you? I no, I mean, so. I'll, yeah, I'll have like a debit card. And I had like my weed card, and my ID. So it's like you know, a few things to like right. replace, but then some cash, maybe you know, yeah, <laughs> a couple of ones. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, no, it, it's never been like a oh shit, I. You know, my social security card was in there, or, or something terrible. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, the first time I lost it, I did have like every like I think I could possibly as a kid throw into my wallet to feel like yeah. I was carrying something around right. that was like, worth a. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, it was a. I got in big trouble for that shit. Oh boy. Yeah. But what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do except for move on forward? But you have your wallet. Yeah. So. Speaking of moving on forward, Spenny. I yeah. think we should introduce ourselves. I hope we haven't already. My name is Craig, and that is Spencer, as I mentioned through That's our me. lovely and charming banter that we fill and lead every episode with. Yeah. Um, you may have picked up the, that is Betty. Yeah, and hello. we together are Idiots Discuss the Universe. We are. And today, we are going to talk about the ages of man Spenny, I guess the ages of humankind. Since we're not fucking awful bigots, you fuck. I was gonna. I was about to cancel you, right there. Don't you mean the ages of woe, man? Woman, women, 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 moon, we moon, the faces of we moon, the faces of the we moon, and no relation to those. Pigs, you call man. They're wee moon. No, we really need to do a feminine, a feminist podcast where you are um, 
Hevel and I can be mangry. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think Hevel and mangry. <laughs> and we just talk about how like awful men are, mm-hmm. and just how wonderful all the feminists are. Just yeah. like just really hit all the all the big ones and yeah. try to do interviews and just. You know, I think it, I think it would really be awesome. So would we do, would we try to be women or would we would just be like simpy? We would be ourselves. <laughs> we would be ourselves, <laughs> but just oh. super duper into feminism. Into feminism. It's yeah. super self-incriminating on all of our ills as yeah. far as that topic goes. Yeah, you know what? You know Not what? That there I are a lot because we are warriors for justice. We are. We're yeah. warriors for justice. Warriors for justice. And usually things turn out pretty good for us. Warriors for justice doesn't backfire. <laughs> <at> <laughs> doesn't Does it, backfire does it at all. Usually, I don't yeah, know. It doesn't backfire. Um, a bit. This is this is an interesting uh, topic, though, because I was going to start out talking about the most metal of all apocalypses, Ragnarok, oh, right? That's yeah. kind of how this all started out. And Ragnarok is still, like, the most metal of all apocalypses. Yeah. But I wasn't quite getting from Ragnarok what I wanted. It was a bunch of dudes with too many consonants in their names, all like swallowing each other and killing each other with spears, and yeah. it was crazy, you know. Um, it doesn't make a lot of sense as far as some sort of like narrative. Yeah, it it, it um it was it does in the sense that there's like going to be a big battle, right? Right, and then all of Asgard goes to fight the hill giants and um, each other in um this huge battle and everybody dies you know because it's the end of the world just everybody yeah and well there there is like a little thing at the end where they do there is a rebirth you know so that's an interesting thing but um it kind of moved on to like all the various stages of history right because like you're talking about Ragnarok and they're talking about, oh, well, there's all these different ages of the gods and like mortals and all this sort of thing. And that got me thinking about like the regular history timeline for for humankind, right? Which is probably going to be familiar to you in the sense of like there's the Stone Age and then the Bronze Age and then um, kind of like a, an, an Iron Age which is kind of an arguable if that's a real thing, real age or not. You know, it's academic, but it's like an argument. Um, And then there's classical antiquity. And then there's the Middle Ages. And then there's the modern period. What about the Dark Ages? That would be in that would be in the Middle Ages, uh, okay. but as far as the world goes, the Dark Ages is kind of a misnomer because it was a Dark Age in Western Europe, right. but a lot of other areas of the world were experiencing like the height one of the heights of their civilization gotcha. for example you know the the arabs or the chinese were both like quite successful oh, in the 17th 7th and 8th and 9th century and that sort of thing so this was a cis white eurocentric well dark ages by dark call ages. it ca- dark ages right, is right, right, right. right it's just not all encompassing yeah. you know it's just like the before christ and after christ thing right. which i think is so stupid like what they've replaced that with, but I, I guess they, they don't want to change anything because they've changed it to CE. Isn't it before oh. and BCE, right? Common era. Common right. era. So right. now it's common era or before common era, but like hmm. BC will still be before Christ. You know, it still is definitely yeah. cut off at that same date 
of the death of the birth of Christ, right? Yeah. Or the death of Christ. There's all sorts of like nobody really knows, right. but it's all cut off from. It's all it's all dependent on Christ because everything's been dated that way for so long that they can't like really retro date like every all historical documents. You know, it's just like really inconvenient. So they just to had to change that. the words it stood for, right? But it still just harkens directly back to yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's just like leads to the story that we have to talk about what it stands for right. every time even more so because what what a common era what does that mean yeah it means nothing and it's it's strange how they did remove religion from it yes yeah well they just tried to make it universal or global yeah yeah in the sense that more than half of the world is not christian boo yet yeah, yet. Yet. Just you wait till I release my <laughs> fucking Christian album. Everybody gotta love Jesus. Loving me. That should definitely just take Central Asia by storm, and by they're storm. all gonna go Christian. I just have a army of Christians. That would be an amazing thing to have a country Western Christian album so great that it did convert a good majority of the Muslim <laughs> world. I feel. <laughs> I feel like that's really like the secret, like <laughs> egomaniacal goal even, of most country stars. You know, yeah. Even even though they don't even listen to country music, it would just be no. that, it would just be that big. Yeah, it's that big, because someone accidentally puts it on. Like one copy makes it over in the ocean, <laughs> floating over. You know, uh-huh. and there's some little Arab kid puts it on, and then the dad's like, <laughs> you know, like put that up, and then he's like, what is this? <laughs> and then like a one tear rolls down his eyes like it, it is beautiful yeah you know and then they just go totally christian yeah yeah see the thing is is the reason why muslims will never go christian is because they already believe in christ oh yeah that makes it tough they're like yeah we know about that guy right we just we've already got him incorporated we, into yeah. the whole thing it's already like, he's been, cool like, he's yeah. fine but he's not it's they safeguarded they safeguarded their religion from like Christian conversion at the onset of their religion in a way. Right. You know. So they're like, Yeah, Christ. Oh no, no, oh, no, no, he's, he's great. Good. He's he's, good. he's really great. He's yeah. great. He's the best one right before. Yeah. Have you uh-huh. heard of have you heard of this other guy though? He's the last prophet, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever. Um huh. But you know, go to regular history, right? And regular history gets their shit, it turns out, from Hesiod, you know. And you know Hesiod, right? When you when you curl up at night and go to sleep, you you like to read some ancient Greek ec- epic poem history and political commentary every once in a while, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I know who Her- Herod. Who? Herod. 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 The King Herod from yeah. the Ju- the Christian yeah, story. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's that's something totally Same different. Guy, right? He's a Roman governor. Oh, okay. Herod is. No, Hesiod is like a Roman poet. You know, oh. Herodotus was the Roman his historian. Um, Hesiod um, wrote this book, this 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 eight hundred line epic poem called Works and Days, where he kind of set out um, the five ages of man as far as he saw it, and as far as classical mythology saw it. And we get a lot of our shit. Like this, this is just pushed into like so many different things that um, it's become like just a foundation way of categorizing our culture. There's the Golden Age, uh, Silver Age, just real quickly. Golden Age, Silver Age, Bronze Age, the Heroic Age, and then the Iron Age. 
you know, so like comic books, you know, like the golden age is everything up until the inner uh, showcase number four with the new flash costume, right? In 1963 or whatever it is. Right. Mm -hmm. Then it's the silver age and that goes to like 1970, whatever. And then it's the bronze age and then it's the modern age, you know, so like all these things will add it up, you know, um, and there's the golden age of all various rock genres and all right. that sort of stuff. Sure. Golden oldies. That's kind of how that gets worked into the whole thing. Golden but, oldies. Old gold. But it's really interesting because with the Hesiod thing, this is one of... There's two ways of looking at like the future in time. Because really what we're dealing with is how like human beings um see themselves right mm. so like you're a western dude right mm -hmm. you just can you've been raised you know in your pathetic liberalized uh. public education of, of, of portland oregon mm -hmm. but you've also you know looked looked around a little bit on your own and you're a reader and you're a consumer of information both you know accepted <laughs> and not so accepted <laughs> but like odds are you see mankind as a progress forward, right? Like you see like the farther back in history you go, the less advanced mankind was and it has been a, not necessarily a steady climb forward, but like man has had a easier time living and is generally smarter and more knowledgeable about what's going on as time as you know it has moved forward right right okay i mean yeah right. yeah That's for it. sure yeah. i i'm i'm essentially the same yeah. you know kind of now with this and some other things like you know i've kind of like tried to i've tried to change that to some degree but still like that's part of our culture right. and we'll get to we'll get to that later on and this is still very pagan um almost going back to like where we're going to talk about a little bit later is like the Indian Hindu idea of time. And it's very linked with Hesiod because those religions at the time were very similar as far as like their pantheons and how everything worked and all that sort of thing. So in the golden age, it was ruled by Kronos, you know, Kronos, right? Zeus's dad. Right. right. The Titans. Right. And this was great. Like mankind lived with the gods, could associate with the gods. Um, they lived for thousands of years and they always looked young and great. And um, they didn't really need to eat or um, any like hardships of really any sort. Sounds awesome. Um, and when they died, they would just peacefully go to sleep and then they would become guardian spirits. So it was fucking dialed. Sweet. Right? Yeah. Um, and of course that came to an end, right? And then the Silver Age started and that's when Zeus showed up, right? And he killed his father and there was the, the new pantheon of gods showed up and man became more inferior at this time, you know, where he um, had to work the seasons like the story of persephone and hades and all of that stuff kind of comes up during zeus's reign so like cold and all of this thing starts to like kind of comes and makes man's presence um one of strife 
right? Mm-hmm. Uh, man still lives a long time. Like it, he lives like hundreds of years supposedly in these these period of time. Um, there were also at this time three genders, right? There was men and women, and then these beings that were four legs and four arms and two heads that were connected at the back. Oh, genderqueer. Genderqueer. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's no. genderqueer, right? No, 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 no. I don't know. Uh, what, I don't know what we're calling that, oh, but okay. um, I don't. They didn't I don't. have a name for it. <laughs> uh, I don't, if they did, I didn't write it down. Well, well they um. Uh, uh, Hermaphrodites. I mean, I think the word for it, but this is a different idea than what we're thinking, like an Oedipus or something, where it's actually a guy with undeterminate um, organs. Right. Right. This is like a two-headed monster that the gods were afraid of. Right. But that's that's another gender of human. Right. That's one of the what's one what's one of the genders or the races of humans. Right. At this time. And kind wow. of like some other stories that we know from mythology, um, Zeus got pissed off at all of them, decided that it was time to um, kill them all off of the flood, right? Sounds um, familiar. That third gender all got cut in half and they got turned into one or the other of the, uh, of the, of the original gender too because they were too much of um, a, uh, a problem for the gods, too much of a threat. So that's a whole can of worms. This, according to Hesiod, happened about fifteen thousand years ago from now, according to like we take out do all the math from what he said and when he lived and all that sort of thing. So about fifteen thousand years from now, and then we move into the Bronze Age, right? And the Bronze Age is kind of like where we get the stories of like the, um, Odysseus, gotcha. the Iliad, and all that sort of oh, stuff, where it's very war-centered, violent, but there are still a few heroes. Um, there's a huge war. Basically, this is the war that we hear about, like the the fall um, of Atlantis. This is the, the war of Atlantis between the mythical city of Athens, which is not to be confused with the actual city of Athens that exists today, and then this, the city of Atlantis, hmm. right? Okay. And you can look at this in several ways, like the war between Athena and Poseidon, um, because those are their two principal cities, gotcha. like gods versus giants. You know, for me, I think it's like a mythological um, echo of the battle of like Homo sapiens coming in and fighting off Cro-Magnon man, which were all all like taller, more robust, with like reddish hair and you know those are the atlantean sort of thing and they lived and they still to a lot of these they, they, they still find the the last of the remains of those things were like in in written history existed in like islands off the coast of like africa and different places that were even 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 the irish have like a lot of red-headed genes you know um along the coasts and different things so i think it's some sort of like mythological echo of that you know, it does it sounds like uh like the uh, that part in Illuminatus, you know, where they're describing the fall of uh, what do they call it? Poo, not poo. Oh, they call it what like do they Nunu, call it? or they have they call mm-hmm. it something, but it's yeah. basically Atlantis, right? Yes, it you does. Know? It's and very like the city very... of logic and war. Yes, Earth versus like the feeling of, of I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's a, <clears throat> yeah. 
Um, but it is similar to that. And there's an echo of that all throughout like a lot of mythologies, right? Um, but anyway, like in, in the Bronze Age, like there's that, that sort of battle. Um, not a lot of like known heroes. I guess there's like Hercules and a couple of the other big ones that are the um, um, the beginning of that sort of those those sort of stories. But like uh, not until then. Excuse me. I said that the Iliad and all that sort of stuff happened during the Bronze Age. That's not true. The Bronze Age ended and then the Heroic Age started. And this is okay. when we have all the demigods of like Achilles yes. and Odysseus and all of this sort of stuff. Right. The War of Troy happens there. Um, gods have kind of stopped fighting each other more directly and they use human beings as their um, vessels in their wars in heaven, uh, yada, yada, whatever. And then we get to the Iron Age where Hesiod lived and that was like starting about a thousand BC somewhere as far as he's concerned. And it was just all stress and labor, moral morality gone, and um, the gods are absent essentially. But but Zeus is supposed to return at the end of the Iron Age, right? Which Hesiod was in. So at any time, like it was going to be come and renewed, and then that would start the big cycle over again, which is very similar to like the yugas. Have you ever heard that term uh, from like Hindu? Like Kali Yuga, Kali Yuga is the fourth. The, oh, okay. The, the fourth of the of the four yugas, right? Oh, I didn't so, know there were multiple. So, there, so there's Suta, Suta Yuga, which is like the Golden Age in the Greece thing. There's the Treta Yuga, which is the Silver Age. The Dwapura Yuga, which is like um, the third, um, and then the Kali Yuga, which um, kind of changes around Isn't right kali the lord of death and suffering and but stuff? it's not named after it's not, I, I initially thought that it was named after her but it's not it's named after one of the generals of um rama's army okay. kalapur okay actually um but there but there, there's a lot of Indian scholars that see this shit differently, and the Indians have it dialed a lot more, right? Because it's yeah. a steady tradition that has not been violated and burnt down in several times over um, by fanatic religions, right. right? So they have this straight shot of Sanskrit knowledge and everything. So this is, it's almost like crazily detailed to the point that it's obscure in the other direction. But there's a lot of disagreement about um, the length of these periods of time, right? Um, gotcha. A couple of things that they do agree about is that the time periods of each of these ages um, halves or goes down by like a third or a half or by like a considerable amount every time. The, the Every time it goes from one. So like uh, the Sutta Yuga, which is the first one, like the Golden Age, lasts way longer than... Um, the Silver Age, the Treta okay. Yuga, right. would. and then Kali Yuga is the shortest, shortest one, yeah. right? Um, so there's one tradition that says that this whole s series of uh, of um, yugas take thirteen million two hundred thousand years to complete, and under that idea, which seems ridiculously long, right? Yeah. Um, but under that idea, we would be in the Dwapura, the third 
Yuga, and Kali Yuga has not yet started, and we might be moving into Kali Yuga. Maybe I don't know. It's so weird that the 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 dates are so long. But, yeah. But there have been like some more modern f- folks in um Hindu in the Hindu religion, yogis and different things that have embraced this other way of looking at the dates and everything. And this seems more to fit into actual his history as we understand it. And like the in this one the the first age was 4800 years, the second one is 3600 years. Um the third was 2400 and then the last one is 1200 years. And we would definitely be in the Kali Yuga under under this, that this metric, one here, right? Yeah. So, so the Kali Yuga is the Iron Age, right? Essentially, so a wealth alone is the measure of worth, right? Everything you get comes from your um, personal power, right? And that's linked with material wealth, right? Um, it is a time full of false prophe- prophecy. Um, conflict uh, the food even eventually becomes poisonous um, riddled by disease um, just a long list of like really pretty bad deals right um, and then the Dwarapura is not it I'm, I'm probably saying that super long the Dwarapura yoga is definitely not great though because it's like the truthlessness period um, the beginning of class differences you know where um disease starts up um the departure of lord krishna which we believe happened at the beginning of like the way that we pretty much know history now like that that lord lord krishna like kind of lines up with like the beginning of the sumerians like when he was supposedly around india when he left you know because that he was like the the last of the divine kings or whatever and that started the kali yuga so I don't know it's 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 really interesting but again like they also believe that after the Kali Yuga is over there will be a total renewal and we'll go back into the golden age and how that works right right well this was my question or my thought initially is how do we know that we're not at the end of the Kali Yuga right now you know that that could be a possibility like what if we're on the cusp of going back into the golden age maybe cuz i mean like everything seems pretty normal and fine even though with all of our problems that we have you know but like mm-hmm. maybe if you were to zoom out and look at the past like 1200 years it, it's like it's all been that you know it's quite possible in a way that um it depends on how you look at it you know i mean yeah. like if if you consider like a couple hundred years ago, like the very lowest point of like human, like where's the human bottom? You know what I'm saying? Like, was it the period of like the Roman Empire, even though they were like the first of civilization, but it's still everyone was so poor and there was no medicine and it was like pretty much just death, whole scale death everywhere you looked yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, maybe that's the low point and we are moving back into the upshift you know maybe everything will start to click and we'll like make the deadlines that we need to make to perpetuate our species and then our ages will start to go longer and we'll fix the environment you know what i'm saying like it's possible yeah it's quite possible but uh (laughs) 
but I don't know. But again, like it also, you could look at it and say, like, no, it needs to get way worse, where everything pretty much gets leveled and then it starts again. Right. That's my yeah. That's usually how these uh, changing of ages go. Right. Is fire and brimstone but it's interesting that you should have the optimistic look because i think that if you went to india you would find that a lot of folks have the more optimistic look that things are going to turn around before it gets all the way bad we come from this weird tradition you know so as i was going through all this stuff there's like all sorts of other traditions that go through these ages like the navajo are really interesting in the sense that they think that they keep going up levels of the earth, you know, because they felt the Navajo believed that they came out of the earth when they were born onto this plane. And they believe that some other day they will climb up into the, next, the next level, plane. you know, gotcha. but the ages are very similar. If you talk about like what life was like a couple levels down, it kind of correlates with that golden, silver, bronze ages of other civilizations, yeah. which is really quite interesting. Aztecs, you know, there were just quite a few folks that kind of would break things up in a way that is somewhat similar, even in the Bible. You know what we're I'm back. saying? Like yeah. you see things of like the age of the giants, you know, and the giants, the age of the giants, as far as if you look at your Bible archaeology and the time period, it also seems to be like the same period of time that the Greeks are referencing a lot of demigods and different things like that you know so it's a common idea that these greater than life heroes lived in this and it could just be because of the oral traditions you know where you give your heroes and oral traditions that are historical greater than human um, abilities as you orally tell the story and a couple of generations go by because everybody lives 20 years all until they're 20 right and then they're dead like it gets pretty much accepted that these superhero things happened in the past and these guys were superheroes because the story's been corrupted and passed down because it just tells better when somebody's like cooler yeah. right you yeah. know so that's also a possibility and they're just trying to make that jive in a way that like so the rules had to be different if all these stories are true when these stories are absolutely true because if I say that they're not true, it's going to be chop, chop of like, you know what I'm saying? Right. So chop, chop goes the head. Yeah. So it's, it's, there's lots of factors going on there to influence these sort of things, but it is very interesting how it does line up through a good portion of the ancient world, except for now we're coming back to the beginning Ragnarok, Right really because there is a little bit of this rebirth thing with Ragnarok, but man, it ends in a big bang there, right? right? So where else does it end with a big bang, right? And nothing comes back in this one, like arguably. It's the Christian tradition, right? So like the Western tradition, like... There's something about of that combination with that Norse idea of like fatalism and um, you know stoically going into battle to know that it's the last battle that'll ever be fought. Yeah, you know, in in um, history that goes right along with that Christian idea of revelation. Or the final, like Armageddon, mm -hmm. you know, the huge, the and like, and that's why all the Christians are all so super, like, eager to get that going, because to not want to get that going 
means um, you're fighting against like right. how things are supposed to go. Right. And that's why everybody was so happy when like Trump moved the um, embassy to Jerusalem. Right. Because that's like one little piece moving it in the right way, you know, like, and they just need to get like the temple rebuilt. You know, God damn it. That's the next thing, hmm. you know, and um, it's it. They're obsessed and they've been obsessed for generations. I mean, since the since the crusade mm -hmm. about this stuff, because they're trying to get to the battle at the end of time. And it's a totally different thing than before. Because there's a release for the Christians in that Western philosophy in a way that it ends. You know what I'm saying? But don't they get to go to heaven? But it's still like heaven, like really like heaven as a concept. We're going to do a whole like series of podcasts about heaven. this. Yeah. Heaven as a concept is a really difficult deal. I mean, it's never been dealt with in literature, really ever, you know, as far as anything happening there. I mean, even Dante, who is, like, famous for, like, the journey of the soul, like, through the underworld and then the purgatorio and all that stuff. Like, when he gets to heaven, it's done because there's nothing going on. Right. You know, it's beyond space and time. You know, it's, it's kind of like that, the black, inky death you know, it's like the thing that you're the most afraid of that'll happen when you die is kind of like the same thing that to tell you what heaven is. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just like nothingness. It's just yeah. nothing. Yeah. You know, there's no there's no trouble or turmoil or any sort of thing. Your you know, desire. it's just like divine, yeah. divine coexistence with whatever comes along, mm -hmm. you know, because there's no consciousness. You're just totally reveling in the Lord. In a way, you know, that's kind of a bleak way of looking at it. But, you know, there are people that think that, you know, it's paved, the, the streets are paved with gold. Right. You know, little puppy dogs. and um, They got TGI Fridays on every block. But who works there? Yeah, the angels. Gabriel. Yeah, so there's uh, there's slave angels. Yeah, they TGI want to. Fridays. It's their passion. Yeah. It's okay. heaven. Everyone it might loves be some it. people. Everyone loves it. Maybe everyone, it's their passion. Everyone loves it. It's heaven. There's... <laughs> In heaven, there's people who want to work at TGI Fridays. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe yeah. it's so boring that you do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Maybe. It does sound That's an interesting. That's an interesting literary idea. Like, I do kind of, like, with my my recent, like, um, to really, like, figure out how it would have to work. Yeah. You know, to make it just so boring that people would eventually start doing menial jobs so they could have like a um But the, but everything everything would be so amazing though at the same time. Like right. you get to clean the dishes. <gasps> Look each drop of filth going down the beloved drain. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't know how what it would be like. You it know? would have to be something like that. I mean yeah. people would be like drugged. I mean, again, like, it's yeah. so weird, you know, that anybody would, like, if, okay, it's going to be a concert, and Jimi Hendrix is going to be playing at the concert. Oh, my God, that's awesome. Well, who's working the lights? You know, who doesn't get to watch, pay full attention to how awesome the concert is because they're working the lights? But, I mean, like, you know, come on, it's, it's heaven. So maybe the lights are all automatic. Yeah, God's yeah. got it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that's the easy, that's kind of why... People probably don't delve into that as much as hell is because with heaven, when you start picking it apart, 
the goodness kind of you're like where well how is it so good like what's so good about it again you know you start picking mm-hmm. it apart and you're like no no one's giving me a straight answer right you know but with hell you start picking it apart getting to the details they're like oh well satan first you sit in this room and he's gonna ass rape you with a pitchfork for 45 years right and that you know they've got all the details and with that's the, and that's why when you think about revelation and people talk about revelation they talk about the part with the devil sticking his pitchfork in your ass part and they don't talk about the second part you know where like jesus comes back maybe and sets a new kingdom on earth or he doesn't and everybody gets ascended to heaven or they get to stay on earth in the new paradise or you know i'm hmm. saying it's, it yeah. all becomes like super crazy and nebulous and weird you know everybody wants to get there right but like they don't they don't they can't get a grasp on it hmm. you know but they get a grasp on the devil you know what I'm saying? Right. And like really like they really understand for the devil appearing so little in the Bible, like Christians like concept of the devil is so wildly overpronounced. Yeah, it's very, yeah. very detailed and articulate. It's an obsession. Yeah. It's it's been an obsession for hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah. You know, to various um levels of uh, carnage, I guess, would be the right way of, of yeah, putting it. Yeah, seriously. And uh, they're obsessed with sin. Yeah, and I think it's like this this world of like a an apocalyptic worldview versus a cyclic worldview. Mm. And I don't think that that's. I think that's one of the things that is sort of um, makes the Western intellect prone to a lot of the things like take climate change for example it, mm-hmm. it, it's a scientific way of being able to psychologically feed that end of the world impulse yep. right you know yep. I mean and, and, it, and it's not just climate change whether that's true or not you know, or the facts, I mean, climate is changing and the environment's fucked in a lot of important ways. All of that's absolutely true, but the psychological need for that as a Western society is key, I think, too. Mm-hmm. And it also, like, simultaneously prevents us from effectively dealing with the problem in a lot of ways in the same way that like the catholic church's condemnation of like killing and stuff like it was so incorporated into the chivalric lifestyle that like it was hard to like correct itself in a way you know um they needed to have like both they needed to have the transgression for the thing the preaching against the transgression to have the power if that makes sense. Because there's been lots of things before climate change that have functioned just like climate change in America and I'm sure in every other culture too. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always like something that is the big threat. I mean, it was nuclear weapons before it was climate change. You know, that was the thing. Like if we could just get nuclear weapons like dialed and figured out, then it'd be home free. Mm-hmm. The rest of it's pretty fucking cool, other than maybe we're going to have Ice Age. You know, they thought maybe that in the 70s for a little while. But, like, you know, it's going to be cool. And um, 
then the you know then 1990 came along and uh, the Berlin Wall fell and the Soviet Union fell and it stopped seeming like such a huge threat to like the survival of the world for a little while yeah and it took a while like when did um, Inconvenient Truth come out ninety four no, ninety five no it was two thousand and one six okay but it took about that long I mean we tried terrorists. And that didn't quite kick it as much, you know? Well, it's kind of a combo of all of them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they have to kind of hop around. Well, it's getting ridiculous now. It's right. it's getting to the point now that, like, they really... It's just such a catchphrase. Like, yeah. um, it's, a, it's, it's, it's almost an indicator of um, direness now to say climate change is somehow involved. You know, because you're coming out with articles now that, like relate things that are just so obviously not related to climate change to like climate change right you know of course like people people eczema uh, yeah well maybe eczema even that would be even more related to like you know garbage men more you know sore from daily routine due to climate change right or, you know like right, just right, right. weird weird things yeah. that are like okay what? um i don't see how that's at all possible at all possible right yeah, no, it's it's getting kind of freaky. I mean, they seem to sort of just pick and choose to keep. I th- I agree. I think that there's a constant like fear based um, mechanism that's very useful in Western society, where we're all like, the end is near, and so it it influences a lot of influences a lot of people to either work very quickly. And not think about it because, like, oh, it could be any day, mm-hmm. any day now. This could all go to shit, and I'm getting mine. You know, that's like the mentality. Even if you're not religious or even that into climate change, you're kind of like, especially nowadays with all the political. Yeah, I nonsense, think that's. A, I think like, that's a vile, one of the primary reactions to it for sure. I'm going to yeah. get mine, or I'm going to store it away in some yeah. in some psychological, yeah. physical, material way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got to get it though, right now. And then I think there's also the people that are like, "Oh, none of it means anything because it's going to end at any right. moment." You know yeah. why try? And then there are the warriors, like, "Well, we can still do what we can do to like to have any meaning with our life. We have to fight against this thing right. with all of our heart." Yeah, because to not do that would be to give in to the whatever the dying of the light mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's all so doomsday oriented, you know what I'm saying? And I think that the problem with not being able to solve issues in Western culture maybe comes from this tradition of fatality in our cosmological outlook in the sense that if we considered things to be going forever, we would be more likely to be like well we could try that for a while and then we could try that for a while you know like if we do the wrong thing we can fix it right you know right it's not like well this is the final time that we're gonna you know carve this shit into the stone and then forever it is a commandment yeah we have this sort of fatalism to everything you know what i'm saying and this lack of like re carnation or whatever it's like a finality yes every life it's like that's it and then you either go to the good place the bad place that's it 
right. based on how hard, how good or bad you did. Yeah. And, then and life is so expensive because as like life, life has reached this thing that like, um, I don't know, where death has just become like so terribly bad in a way. Um, because we still have the fatality, but we no longer have even that idea that they're going to this happy place that doesn't make any sense. Right. Or really even the negative place that doesn't really make any sense. And that, that That's cool too, but I don't know. I still I still believe in all that like to some degree, you know. Uh, but, but there's a lot of folks in Western society that are atheists that don't believe yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, for sure. But I mean, they still have a totally fatalistic world outlook as atheists that's no that's that's no more psychologically um comforting probably less Less, comforting i would say than than yours or someone that was deeply religious yeah no for sure i uh i think with with the fear influence you know i think it's a very potent one especially for humans cuz you know they always say that uh you know scientists say that the the fear impulse is what kept us alive in the jungle right to be like whoa what the fuck was that like snake you know mm-hmm. like that that's why it's so strong and that's why the, your negative memories your bad memories are the ones that stick with you more because that is a key to survival your brain needs to remember that stuff a little bit more so you mm-hmm. don't fucking walk off the cliff over there again or whatever. Yeah. You know, and so same with a society at large. Maybe at some point they figured out, well, it doesn't even really matter what it is. We just need to make sure that they're fucking on their toes and they think that it could end at any second. And basically it just leads to a more productive society because they're all I, afraid that it's going to crumble. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's, that's quite... Um, informed. Yeah, I think I think for sure. I think you could almost correlate the reason why Western culture has dominated the planet, arguably for the last like four hundred years, yeah. is because they um, do have like a sense of urgency to like their their worldview. You know, in the sense that things are going to end and there is going to be a final judgment um, levied upon me. Mm-hmm. And um, that's that works in an interesting way in the sense that, like, either I can try to be saved or I've already been corrupted and I know that I'm going to... Um, be punished so i may as well try to enjoy and do as much of whatever i can do that's evil while i'm alive right you know and can get away with um because like it's hopeless for me anyway mm-hmm. and you got a lot of that yeah probably yeah 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 no i i think uh but i do think that yeah. it can be um I mean, I think the part of it is like it goes back to like assuming that the 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 sticks on the ground could be snakes, extrapolated out to like if you worst if you worst case scenario stuff, you 
or you're really negative and fatalistic about your your expectations for your situations you sent you tend to prepare um over prepare for those situations because the reality tends to be not as bad as what you think they totally, are. Totally. Right. Yeah. So like yeah, you know, and you can see that like with the colonization of like native populations. Like they're not really causing us any problems, but they're going to cause us yeah. some problems. So right. we better get them under control before they the realize bug. what's going on and right. then we can get going with what we're doing. And that is a very common like, you know, yeah, it's a preemptive like. Well, these people are our enemy anyway, even though we're being nice. And they don't even know that they're our enemy, but they're our enemy. They are, and they would choose to be once they see what we're gonna do. To them. <laughs> <laughs> they, well, they won't understand they're what gonna we're gonna do enemy. for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, that's yeah, and and I wonder like if you know moving forward, there could be a because it's very individualistic, right? The the Western society, even back in the day of you know more puritanical christian european world it's still like every man is judged before god you know right which makes it very individual every man has a individual judgment like you're not going to hell for what that guy did right 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 it's you and the lord mm-hmm. and that's it that's at it. the end and so that puts well like, yeah, that that idea, that personal idea of things started with the Reformation in a lot of ways. But hasn't it always sort of been like uh, you you are judged by your actions, right? The Lord will judge you. And I know that like the whole like I have a personal relationship with Jesus, that shit is like very Reformation. But like the, you know, the idea of being judged at the gates, it's like it's not like your your city's being judged or your people are all being judged at once, mm-hmm. which I feel like is much more like Eastern, where it's like, oh, our people like rise and fall in these tides and kind of a thing. And over in the Western world, it's like, uh, you know, every man will stand on his own in the end sort of a thing. Yeah, no, I do think that there's definitely um, more of that in the Western tradition for sure. You know, there's still like, there's still a lot of like that, that group identity. You know, if you look through like the old Testament and like a lot of the, the new Testament and the way they do kind of group people together in these weird ways, in the way that like, if you do come from a diseased, I don't know, there is, there, they have, they, they have a lot of conflict with that idea. You know, because they do really like to cast entire groups as evil. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So they have a hard time with that. Yeah. Um, and they try to rectify it, you know, with like the noble pagans and all the different things. Right. You know, how can these people that we look up so much that were ancient Greeks that don't buy any of the stuff that we're selling right now, mm-hmm. but we like them so much for all these other reasons, mm-hmm. like how can they be in hell, you know, yeah. and different things? You know, so yeah. it's, um, and it's a good question. You know what I'm saying? We we can right. obviously see that like a lot of our ideas are identical to the ideas of this other person that never put him into the context that we understand our ideas, but they're the same ideas. Like, how can this person be in hell because be in hell because they never heard of like Jesus Christ themselves? Right. You right. know, even to like somebody that you know, it yeah. just really just glaring. That's a good question. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but how, how? So you're saying every person 
born before Jesus just went to hell automatically? Well, that's the Christian tradition. You know, other than the ones that were ascended into heaven. You know, there were a few there were a few prophets that, you know, like God took up with him to heaven. Hmm. You know, and according to tradition there were like, you know, Adam and different people like Moses was taken up to heaven and some hmm. different folks. But like for the most part, no, like they they're waiting in the ground for Jesus to come back so they can be resurrected. Oh, I see. And the bad ones are all in hell. Right. I mean, I don't hate it. It's so weird. (laughs) It's so weird. The older I get, the more I'm like, you know, it's not bad. It's not bad. Whoever, you got to give them credit. Whoever was coming up with this stuff, it's not bad. So you like the Western fatalism. I mean, look, what I want really, because I really like the Eastern letting go and just sort of like sitting back. I love the not fearing death. I don't like fear. Right. I don't like it. Right. I think it's a shitty way to live. And I think that the Eastern way of seeing it as a cycle is the way to kind of realize that it's an unescapable wheel of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can feel how you're going to feel, but the wheel's the wheel. Yeah. And it's kind of like a little comforting because it takes out a lot of that individual, this is your one life and you'll be judged at the end and then you're going to either go in the ground forever or you're going to go to this, you know what I mean? Right. It takes it out and you're like, well, you know, I'm going to be reborn as like a beetle or something, you know? Right. I wonder what will happen next, even after this is all over. Like, this isn't the end and it's not even like close to... uh, you know close to it it's just like yeah it's a thing that's always right. always happening right I think that whole like the the reincarnation thing is a way of yeah. solving that in a mental way or um like the the oneness of 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 existence is another way of like looking at yeah. that so like it's kind of like reincarnation in a sense well i'm gonna die but whatever i am is not gonna stop being whatever it is because it all is the same thing and it's like whatever i'm not mm-hmm. you know I'm not going to necessarily get reincarnated as a beetle, but a beetle will eat my flesh or like a a flower will grow out of ground that my body has. Exactly. And it's all the same shit, so it doesn't matter. Right. You know? Yeah. And that's the same thing as like, well, I'm going to die and I'm going to come back as Michael Knight (laughs) or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, totally. And I just wonder if there's a way to combine the two because there is something i like about the um the urgency that like western culture lives life i don't know maybe that's just because i'm a westerner but i like the idea of like i do think there's something very potent and noble about living your one life you know yeah no i do too i do too and i I, and i think that it's probably like a really a, a wild generalization as far as that go because there's a lot of folks that i think were quite motivated in some of these other cultures for different that's not the only that's the only way but i do think as a culture like the hustle and bustle and the idea of just really striving as being a core foundation of like who you are as an englishman or a canadian or an american or even a Mexican or yeah. um, Brazilian or any of that sort of stuff. It's yeah. all very much like work and like yeah. strife oriented yeah. in a way that like, 
I think that a lot of Eastern cultures would put like peace and tranquility higher on their list than right. us, right. you know, because like there is like that sense of um, never endingness to it. And I think they do kind of jive eventually once we understand how the universe works and science. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Or if we realize that it is just like a huge simulation and it is like working in a cycle until someone clips off the switch and then it's over. So they're both right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Right. And it's like if we can, but people don't like that. They never have. They never like this whole, oh, it's both actually. They're like, no. Well, I mean, there's little ones. I mean, that's the thing is like there's going to be little ones of like, Dark ages and bad times are oh, yeah. coming, and like at the end of every one of those ages, like bad shit happened to folks, and it all went bad. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's for sure going to happen. Yeah. You know, but I mean, it's just going to kind of keep going, I think. Yeah. You know? No, it definitely does just keep going. Right. And I think that even like you look at the Christianity thing, it's just, um, they try to um i don't know I don't, they're not trying to but but there's definitely like that sense of like that's what heaven's going to be you know it's like going to be just coming right back and like um doing it all again in a way you know i think that there is like a lost um i don't know if it's lost or not but like um there is this sense of like a final rebirth, you know, after mm. Jesus comes back, that there is a way of like this paradise, this return to Eden. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mm -hmm. think that there's a lot of folks that when they think of like what heaven will be, it's going to be like what they, what they hear about, like Adam in the garden. Right. In a sense. Right. That's about as close as it can come where yeah. he is like, you know, you have like a, the, your lady friend that you, that loves you or your, or your, or your, man and it's all just like peaceful animals mm -hmm. and you can eat off the trees all you want and you don't really know anything different other than just wandering around the garden and being happy yeah you don't know good and evil you know what i'm saying it's the return to that sort of state yeah hmm. which i think is the only plausible heaven that there is you know what i'm saying that's that's the idea of like being enlightened is getting beyond like stoicism you know like all of it is moving towards be getting beyond the knowledge of good and evil mm. you know because like once you stop judging good and evil then you can just you know there's no highs there's no lows there's just doing what you're doing yeah and that's like as close to like enlightenment and like constant happiness that you can gain i think yeah other than that, you're riding the riding, riding the roller coaster, the, right. and you're not in control. Mm. And then it, within with that control is what you get the real sense of satisfaction and mm -hmm. peace. You know, happiness should not be the goal. Peace and yeah. discipline should be the goal. Yeah, I think that that is where our conception of heaven gets fucked up, because when I think of heaven. And even when people throw that word around, they talk it. They're talking about like chocolate cake. Oh, yeah. it's heaven. Yeah. Oh, it's everything it was that heaven. I love. All the things that I love will be there. There, right? Yeah. That yeah. like when I think of what I would like heaven to be personally, it's everyone I ever knew, who I loved, mm -hmm. right? 
and then like other people there too but it's like we're all on the same page you know all of the petty things even with the people i loved are kind of like by the wayside we're all just laughing mm-hmm. yeah stuff, oh yeah sure you know? sure and then there's the, all the famous people who i wish i could have gotten to they're there too and yeah. they're all laughing and, and it's, it's all just family. catered catered just right to you yeah you know and if and if you want to have like a you know a bud light lime then someone's Whoop. got a bud light there lime and it's ice cold baby yeah you know and if you want to have like carrot top come and like give you a kiss then yeah. like he shows there he up is. and it's like one one like uh joyous surprise out uh, after another uh-huh. you my old friend oh i love the the, the beatles there they are everybody's Whoa. bald and redheaded Every- like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no no bald and redheaded is preferred here <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's a plus it's a plus it's a plus people are all weird about having hair yeah yeah you fucking hairy fucking monkey that does sound good it does. Go to a world where people are just jealous of people that lose yeah, their hair. Yeah, God, man, I wish I had a true There's all sorts baldness. of people that like just to shave their heads yeah. so it looks like it's <laughs> Would that be so weird? I could... It's got to exist, like, in, a, in some <laughs> alternate universe. It's got to exist. It has to, Craig. And in that world, we are kings. Oh, are, it should. It should. It so should. It could. It even could. It really, like, logically should. It logically it should, but we don't live in the no, logical not world. By logic. No, but but I think it, there's still hope for us because you know you, the the hairstyle turned into. He's shaking his head. No, I think it's possible. The hairstyle. No, these turned, kind of changes, like you just got to not. You you can you can go for it. You know what I'm saying? It's like all of this stuff, like these societal changes, like. You can really fight for it if you want, mm-hmm. but it's not going to happen in your lifetime if it's a big enough one. And like, just, just be okay with that. Yeah. You, you just yeah, you can fight for it, and we're I'll fighting fight for, for it. it. We put we put a good fight. Yeah. But you just can't expect victory in your time. Yeah. Soon, if <laughs> mankind continues to evolve, there will be enough bald men and bald women, probably, mm-hmm. that it will be considered beautiful. Right. I mean, well, we're, con- we're considering a lot of shit beautiful <laughs> lately. Really so blown like blown open the. The gates, for but that, they yeah. still have it. They still have bald men on the out on the fence looking in, like, yeah. well, with when's our turn? Yeah, how are are we? I feel like we've kind of been a little more accepted. We got on TV. I mean, we they acknowledge Bruce our Willis, we, we you know, acknowledge they acknowledge Joe our existence. Rogan. Yeah, but that's all like a forced, like you know what forced? I'm saying? Like it's know. shaved that cue ball thing. Is not oh, true. Is not truly true embracing like I see what you're saying, the yeah. styles that me and you have right now. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I I kind of see like it recently. in the world that I can take off my hat and walk around and not have it sh- completely shaven. Right, and be looked at as a king among men. Yeah, and blessed. Like and, there is your and, crown, and you have and, a crown and, of and hair. Blessed by genetics yeah. of a strong line yeah. of warriors. That's how it used to be. I feel like at some point. Oh. It was never like, was it like was that. Never like that. They even made fun of Julius Caesar because he was bald, and he conquered the fucking Gauls. Wow, those fucking faggots! Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, shit. just kidding. People with hair are gay. Do do do. Well, everybody, it's been a pleasure. I don't think we got anything solved, but we did look at some things. I don't know. It was interesting. 
I I, th- I feel okay. like we're zero. We zeroed in on some stuff. Yeah. You we know, kinda, we got like a list of like at least one thing that we would choose to have in heaven if we were going to pick it, and that would be where bald men are bald considered like, like heroes, kings, heroes and kings. Like like if you were bald uh, in heaven, it's like equal to like looking like Brad Pitt, where women are like, oh my god. Yeah. Is, is that really your hairline? <laughs> God, Does it really so, go all the way back? That'd be so Yeah, here, feel it. Smooth. Yep. I don't shave it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That would be, that would be and amazing. I'm painting a, that a picture. That would be amazing. Thing. Yep. And these guys with their hair, they're like, yeah. They're like, all, they keep they're like trying to hide it. No, yeah. they're the ones wearing the hats. They're plucking it out. <gasps> yeah, they're, they're the, the ones, ones wearing the hats. They're the ones wearing Dude, it would be. God, that'd be so beautiful. I know. It's they're, almost, they're like trying to hide almost, their hair. It, no, there's no hair under here. It almost, <laughs> it almost kind of, it almost kind of hurts me to I know, even it does, to even to, conceive um, of it, to even think of it's it. So far, it's from, so beautiful. Yeah, and just have the same percentage of uh, same percentage of bald guys as there are now. You yeah. know, it would just like so spread it spread it around. Yeah. Same 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 thing. Right. You know, like if I got the monkey's paw and I had three wishes, that, that could very would... easily become oh, one of them. Man. That'd be hard to have it backfire on you. Because it'd be helping you, but it'd be helping everybody else too. Yeah. It'd be helping them fucking stay down. <laughs> Back to where you belong. Oh, man. The smart, intelligent ones with the hot brains. Yeah. That's why we're bald, because our brains are so hot. <laughs> Remember, our brains are working overtime. They're hot, and they just burn that hair off the top of our heads. That's what's going on. Yeah. That's what's going on. I guess I like that as well as any of the any of the reasons. Any of the reasons. I mean, a lot of people have settled on just high testosterone, which I'll take it. Yeah, you know, sure. I cool. think I think that is that is a factor for sure. Yeah. Definitely of when it starts happening. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. You're just too much man. Too much for your own body. And all that hair has to move to your back. Yeah. Well, yeah, like exactly. not not in everybody's case, just <laughs> Spencer's case. Yeah. <laughs> and shoulders. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. It's just it's just it looks like, like an old onion. It's kind of like a sick orangutan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like an orangutan like with general, cancer. Like General Cornelius from Planet of the Apes. <laughs> yeah. Like if he <laughs> got if he got if he got a really bad case of mange and just ripped <laughs> off his his space suit, he would yeah. look a lot like Spencer does. <laughs> Hey, when have you seen my back here? I have, no, I'm just making shit up. Uh, but well, I guess it's, I guess wrong. it's pretty bad no, because no, he's no, like no. totally on board. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not as bad as Pat's. Pat, but Pat's more like if he, the one of the actual monkeys of Planet of the Apes. <laughs> That's so weird. I just don't. I just don't have a whole lot of it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But, you're from you're from the the Great North. But ladies love it. Do they? I don't know. I don't know. I think they do to a degree. They love like the. I think they like chest hair. They like frontal hair, but when when there's like hair sprouting out of your like shoulders and back, they're like, oh. no, I, they like it. Like when you're wearing a t-shirt, there's little hairs that are coming up out of the t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, especially out of the back of your yeah. shirt. They like Robin Williams style. They right. Like, they like that a lot. Right. Like so, it's kind of like a hovering. Your shirt kind of hovers. Hovers. You, your hair can hold yeah. up your shirt if right. you wear one of those like light athletic shirts. <laughs> yeah. It's just like kind of just float. a little. It's bit. just floating. Yeah, you're, shirt. you're like you're like a quarter of an inch thicker because of the hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh, oh dude, that's what the ladies like. They that's do. what we're here to tell you, folks. Is we're telling you what the ladies like. We're giving you dating tips. We're giving you some esoteric commentary, com- commentary, mm-hmm. um, which is coming from left field every time. Right? Every time. Not every time. Sometimes, well, we're shooting from the hip usually. Sometimes we're lovingly predictable, but today we just came up with some shit, and then you got it, and then we're done. It was good. This was a good episode. I, you know, I've missed our uh, a falafel sizing episode. Yeah, it's been a little while. Yeah. They're always fun. But this was, we didn't really philosophize too much on this one, did we? No. I mean, a, a little bit, though. A little I bit. I would say. We started talking about heaven. Yeah. Anytime yeah. you're talking it's about heaven, you know. That counts as something. Yeah, yeah. That I counts think so. as something. Trying to really zero in on what it can I feel be. like we should be making more money if we're talking about we heaven. definitely <laughs> should be, Craig. And that is why, you guys, if you're listening right now, you gotta go to the Patreon you gotta go get that exclusive content and you gotta give us a dollar a month and we deserve it and you know it and it's fine we're your favorite christian podcast we're your favorite christian (laughs) podcast and we're your favorite christian boys praise the lord praise the lord praise whatever lord you like we like how about that may may lord jesus bless you and keep you safe in the hollow of his hand until our next episode amen Idiots Discuss the Universe is recorded in IDTU Studios, located in Portland, Oregon. All opinions and commentary has been carefully researched by the technicians and scholars of IDTU Research Academy, and therefore should be greeted with healthy skepticism and disbelief. No idiots were harmed during the making of this podcast.